0: I want to hear your worship Come on, let your worship saturate the atmosphere We pray for you To making a vow to him and making sure that we don't break that vow. And um, one person, as I've been studying this thing out and just, uh, you know, just really trying to hear exactly what it is that God is saying, because one thing that we have to understand is that the spirit of the Lord takes vows and covenants seriously. I mean, he takes it so serious that when you make it, when you make a vow or come into a covenant with the Lord, everything changes. The Bible says that after, uh, after Abraham won the battle against the king of Shadalai Omar, the Bible says that he took tithes of all and he gave it to a priest by the name of Melchizedek. And the Bible says that once he made this exchange, once he made this transaction, the Bible says that it was revealed to him exactly where his territory was, uh, where his territory that God was given to him was going to be and just how powerful his legacy he was going to have, just how powerful that legacy was going to be. And even after he did that, the Bible says that there was something called the blessing that was pronounced over his life that gave him the ability not only to continue to prosper, but it gave him the ability to also pass down that same generational wealth to his children. Just about every child or every every man that came from Abraham's bosom, we now have access to the blessing of Abraham. And the Bible says that even after Abraham gave tithes of all, one of the other things that was revealed to him was that he was going to have a son even in his old age. This all came about because of a covenant that he made with the Lord. And so let me tell you something. Hey, Fails. Kelly Bermuda, how you doing? She says, "Good evening, Pastor Chanel." Somerset, yes, girl, I hear you. I'm rooting for it. Look, I don't know who to be for. I'm rooting for everybody. I'm one of them kind of people. When I hear people, when I hear whoever is winning, I start rooting for them. And you got to tell at that moment. That's when everybody says, "Hey, that's not the team you're supposed to be rooting for." I'm rooting for whoever is winning. Amen. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And so yes, God takes covenant so serious. So whenever you come into this type of agreement with the Lord, everything in your life, it has to now shift. It has to now shift whenever you come into this type of agreement, because at that moment, you are no longer representing yourself and you are no longer representing your desire here on the earth. No, at that moment, you now become a conduit a conduit for the Lord to have his, for the Lord to, to uh, have his way and to have his will through your life represents a sacrifice that the Lord can now take. And he can now use for the up for the, for the betterment of his kingdom. And so we see that in Abraham's life, but here's the deal. When it comes to these promises that God gives to us, you have to understand that there is a timeline that is involved. Come on, let's talk about it on today. Hey, Pastor Terry, so good to see you. Yes, mama, that's it, the blessing. There is a timeline that is involved, y'all. And the timeline, it requires us to be patient. It requires us to wait on the Lord. And that is something that Sarah was not willing to do. Come on, let's talk about it. Sarah was not willing to do this. The Bible says that, of course, you know, as we know, she was up in age. she overheard Abraham talking to an angel or talking to a spiritual being. And she overheard the conversation that she was going to give birth at an old age. And the Bible says that she laughed and the angel heard her laughing but this is what the bible says and now here's the thing have you ever been in a place where you heard a promise from the lord and you've been you've been warning this particular thing that he promised you for so very long but It seemed like it was never going to happen. And when God finally sends confirmation that he's ready to do it, the first thing that you do is try to deny it because you're wanting to protect your heart because you're tired of the letdown. You don't want to have to go through hearing, oh, well, maybe it's not for now. Well, you know, maybe it's not going to work. Well, you know, maybe it wasn't meant. I know there are some of us, we have been holding on to promises from the Lord for years now to the point where when God makes the announcement that it's time for it, you're scared to fully believe it because you don't know if it's going to happen or not. Because for some of us, we are so used to let down. For some of us, we are so used to life not working out the way that we want it to, or the way that it works out for everybody else. You look at Hannah, everything worked out for Penina, which was the other wife. Everything worked out fine for her. She was able to pop babies out like you pop out Tic Tacs, like you pop out Tic Tacs from the, from the package. I mean, she was popping them out right and left. But when Hannah prayed and asked the Lord and desired a child, it wasn't working for her. The Bible says that she was barren. But when the time came for her to finally have a child, everything started to work out. But in between the time of her believing God and waiting on the promise, there was time in between. And sometimes the in-between moments or the in-between times can be the most painful. Sometimes waiting on the Lord can be the most painful experience that you will ever have in life because you are having to reprogram your mindset and tell yourself that God will come through for you you know we say that but when we say it we say it universally and so we say like yeah we know that god will come through for us but when it comes to us making it personal sometimes that can be hard to do especially if you're not used to seeing your prayers be answered come on can we talk about it for a moment pop the tick, pop out tic tacs hey mama So good to see you. And so sometimes, you know, those can be very painful moments. And this is what Sarah had to live through. Okay. So now she's at the place where she's laughing at the word. Abraham comes back and and confronts her and says, look, we heard you laughing. She denies it. And so now she goes to the Lord and she says, Lord, I'm old. Can I really, can I really experience pleasure? Because you know how it is after you get older. Anyway, can I really experience pleasure? Am I really able to experience this in my old age? And of course, we know the story. God confirms that, yes, you're going to have a son. Now she's having to wait. And year after year. She doesn't see anything come to pass. Come on. I feel like I'm up somebody's alley on today. She is waiting. The spirit of the Lord has spoken and nothing is taking place. Come on. Has anybody ever been there? I know I've been there. You've prayed. You've sown. You've been faithful. You love the Lord with all your heart. And now you are waiting. And every year you say, 2023 is going to be my year. And 2023 comes and 2023 goes. And here's the deal sometimes you see other people walk in the thing that you're believing God for. And at those moments, you have a choice. You can either get jealous of that person. You can either get angry at that person or you can applaud that person. You can pray for that person. You can sow into that person. Look, one thing that I've learned to do in moments where I'm believing God for something and I see somebody else walking in it, I have learned how to sow into that person. Whether if I am sowing seed of, whether if I am sowing seeds of of support, I'm telling them, hey, congratulations, I'm praying for you, or whether if I'm sowing physical seeds into them, why am I doing that? I'm doing it because I recognize that they have something that I want. I recognize that they are walking in something that I wanna walk in. And so I have learned not to become jealous of them. I have learned not to become angry with them, but I've learned how to sow into that because what you make happen for another man, it will happen for you. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together. Let me tell you one other reason why Hannah, why Hannah got what she prayed for because she never did Penina wrong. She might've wanted to, she might've wanted to respond. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you why me and Hannah ain't built the same. I don't know what it is about women that were, that are born over in that, that side of the hemisphere. But let me tell you something, baby, why me and Hannah are not built the same because it's one thing for me to be in pain about something that I truly desire from the Lord. But it's a whole nother thing when you know the pain that I'm feeling and you make fun of me because you see that I'm not getting it. Oh, let me tell you something. You're going to get a response out of me. That's one thing that I don't play with. I don't play with taunting people, especially when I know that they're hurting over the thing, especially when I know that what you're taunting or what they're being taunted by is a deep rooted pain. Let me tell you something. Penina would have heard from Chanel Burrows. Pastor Chanel Burrows, she would have heard something from me, but Hannah never responded to Penina's foolish and carnal ways. Instead, she went and prayed. And so, uh, you know, uh, a lot of us, we are right now in a situation where we are believing God for some stuff, but we're in a waiting period. What is God doing while you are waiting? He is increasing the fruits of your righteousness. He took Sarah from the place where she did not believe, where she laughed about it, took and then took her to the place where she said, said, okay, Lord, can I receive pleasure again, took her to the place where she went and sought the Lord and said, okay, what is this that you're saying? What is this that you're trying to tell me? Even though I'm having a hard time believing it, God, I choose to put my trust in you. Even though you know my hope, my hope is 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 very dim. There is still hope. My faith is very dim. There is still faith, and I'm going to take the little bit of hope and the little bit of faith that I have left, and I'm going to put it in you. And so, what do you do? For some of you, you said 2023 is my year to birth, to birth the thing that I've always desired. The thing that God spoke to me about and said that I will birth. You said 2023 is my year. And here we are at the half point of the year and nothing has taken place. What do you do? You keep on waiting. Come on, uh, Sarah. She had to keep waiting until one day, the Bible says that Sarah upped And started to take the matters into her own hands. This is a very dangerous thing to do. But this is what we do as women, ain't it? this is what we do us women let me tell you something when you want something done you give it to a woman because we're not asking no questions we're gonna get it done sometimes that can work that can work well and other times it can work against us it can be our it can be to our own demise sometimes it's a good thing when you get up and you put your hand you put your hand to the plow when you just start getting Getting it done you just start working but there are times where we as women we move entirely to quit and we don't want nobody to tell us no we get this gut feeling and we move on it and then we realize we realize after a while that we maybe we should have waited well that's where Sarah was come on I feel to say this again uh, it is a very dangerous thing when you live a life where you are just stepping out and making decisions without praying about it. Let me tell you something. Sometimes, can we be real on here? Sometimes our husbands can get on our nerves. Let me tell you one of the most irritating things that I cannot stand about marriage. When I'm ready to do something, when I'm ready to make a move on something and I go to my husband about it, I really want to keep it a secret and just do it. But I know that that's how divorce can take place. So I'm like, you know what? Let me go to him and let me talk to him about what I feel impressed to do. And he looks at me and he says, that's a good idea, but it's not time for it yet. That is the most irritating response. I don't want to hear that. I want to hear you tell me, okay, baby, go with it. Now, sometimes he will say that. And then there are times where he says, wait on it. That's what husbands are for. That's one of the things that they are for. They are there to keep us in line, to keep us in check. Now, please don't get offended by that. Because now you have a movement out now, a very dangerous movement that says that we don't need men. Well, I beg to differ. If Eve would have gone back to her husband and said, hey, there's a snake that's talking to me and this snake is trying to convince me that I can go and eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. He probably would have said, get the flip away from that tree. But because she's all over there and she's taking in this information uh, and because she's taking it, she's taking in this information, she fell for the trick. Come on. The husband's one of the husband's jobs is to make sure that our emotions don't get the best of us as women. Come on. Y'all hear me? Uh, Hallelujah. Because y'all know how it is. We are emotional creatures we will hear something and we'll run with it. That's why a lot of times a lot of times when scam artists are looking for somebody they'll come to a woman because all they got to do is make it sound too good to be true. And if we are not submitted, if we don't have our emotions submitted to the Lord, we will go with it. I remember one time, girl, we were at we were we took the kids to Orlando, Florida. We took them to Disney the world and of course, we know that in Disney World, Disneyland, it is filled with scam artists. I mean, if you are not careful, you can get roped into you can get roped into signing up for, you know, some fake timeshare account and not even know it because they know the right words to say to you. And so you can end up, you can end up spending the majority of your vacation time in a timeshare meeting because they told you that it's only. For one hour but they know the right thing to say to you and so next thing you know you don't spend your whole vacation in a timeshare meeting well one day we had taken our kids to Disneyland. And I can't remember if we had the tickets or if we didn't have the tickets. I think that we were getting ready to go purchase the tickets. And this woman came up from out of nowhere. This woman didn't have on no, um, no uh, uniform that said that she worked for Disney World. She had on regular clothes. She didn't have on no badge, nothing. She walked right up to me and she said, Hey, I got some tickets for a cheaper price. You can give me the money and I'll walk you right in. Now it sounds good. Because everybody that has a little kid, it is our dream to get our kid into the theme park, let alone get them in the theme park at a discounted price. Because them tickets is like a hundred dollars per person. So we didn't want to pay that. So you know, you got my interest now. You you got you got you got the floor. Do I have the floor? Do I? Yes, you do. You got the floor. So I'm listening to her and I'm like. Let Talk to me. Tell me some more. And in my spirit, I was like, something's not right, because how do you got tickets? And you, first of all, the way that you look, your appearance looks crazy. But she came to me. Right. But one thing that I've learned in my marriage, I've learned how to always talk to my husband and see, do you feel a peace about this? And I remember I looked at him after she kept explaining how she can get us the tickets and she would walk us right into the park. And that would be that. I looked at him and I said, what you think? And I'm telling you, she almost had us. But when I looked at him, he I could tell by the look in his eyes that he didn't feel a piece either. And I look, we looked back at her and we said, you know what, we're going to pass on this. Let me tell you something. When your emotions are not in check, you are liable to jump out and to come. You are liable to jump out or, in, or to jump into things that the spirit of the Lord never told you to do. And that's what Sarah did. Sarah got the word that one day I'm going to give birth to a baby boy. She heard the word. She accepted the word. And now she's waiting on the word. And like many of us women, she got tired of waiting. Come on. I want to encourage about three or four of you that are listening today. Don't get tired of waiting because in the process of time, while you are waiting, God is working on something in you. In the process of time, while you are waiting, God is preparing you to be able to handle this magnitude of wealth. He is preparing you to be able to handle this magnitude, uh, this magnitude of influence that he's getting ready to give to you. And so Sarah says, I'm tired of waiting. She says, look, I got a slave. My slave has all the right parts that a husband needs to be, that a husband needs uh, to make a baby. This is what we're gonna do. We are going to let me give you let me give you the 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 new the new 2023 translation because the the, the the King James version don't sound like this. Sarah said we're going to use Hagar to be a surrogate mother. Sarah said, I own her. She's my slave. And so therefore, if she belongs to me, then her uterus does too. I mean, you up here making decisions about my uterus. What in the world? I mean, it's one thing that you own me as a slave. And when I wake up, you can tell me, hey, go and clean this house. Go and clean up the farm. I need for you to go and milk the cows. All right. But now you're up here volunteering my uterus. What? Who told you that I, I even wanted to have a baby? what is going on here but that's what we do when we're emotional we don't think about anybody else's feelings we don't think about how it how this decision will affect anybody else we are only thinking about ourselves. let me tell you how you know that the decision that you are getting ready to make is not god because you have not thought about the other people that it will affect if and you have not considered their feelings, she did not consider, hey, will this make my husband feel uncomfortable? Uh, does my husband feel at peace with this? She said, I want a baby and I want it now. Y'all remember the y'all remember uh, the commercial that we used to um we used to watch? I think it still comes on. It's my money and I want it now. That's what Sarah. Sarah said, look, the Lord spoke this promise to me. And so, Hagar, I'm volunteering your uterus. I mean, this is like Hunger Games. What is going on here? How are you going up and tell me that I got to care? And here's the thing she said. She's going to have a son for me. What in the world? How dare you? So not only do I have to now put up my uterus because you said that you want it, but now I can't even keep the baby. I can't even keep the baby. I got to give it to you. What is going on here? And so the Bible says that Sarah hooked it up. And here's the thing. Abraham didn't even fight. That's a whole nother conversation. So she does this. She gets this going. They 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 do what you got to do in order to have in order to have children. And then the Bible says that when Sarah saw that it worked, the Bible, my, my, the, my uh, Bible says that she became contemptible, contemptible. I believe that's how you pronounce it, against Hagar. Just go ahead and say that you became jealous of her. Stop trying to sound and make it sound like, you know, what, stop trying to make it sound like the way that you feel ain't really that bad. If I word it like this, that it won't really sound that bad. No, you were jealous and you were angry that this woman is now able to produce something for your husband that you could not that you couldn't do you put yourself in that situation that's what we do as women we jump out and we say oh we're gonna do it and then when it works and we see it backfire then all of a sudden now we want to start blaming why we we want to start blaming it on everybody else this is what sarah did sarah went to her husband and she said this is your fault this is the 2023 version She said, this is your fault. You're the reason why I made this decision. No, baby, this is all on you. Abraham not one time said, you know what? We got slaves. How about you go to Hagar and ask her to sleep with me and then we can have a baby? No, the Bible says that Sarah, she began to start coming up with all of these different plans on how she was going to make it happen. Let me tell you something. Whenever you jump out and do something that God has not called for you to do, be prepared prepared to deal with the consequences. And that's what Sarah, that's what Sarah, that's the position that she found herself in. She said, this is all your fault. Let me tell I want to, I want to encourage somebody today and say to you, have you prayed about it? Have you really prayed about this? Is this really what God has told you to do? Because if this is not what God has told you to do, then, then take your hands off of it. Come on, somebody, let me tell you what this is an example of. This is an example of toil. When we received the blessing of Abraham because of what Jesus did for us on the cross, when we received this blessing, what this blessing means? It means that you are now empowered to prosper. When we got this blessing back, we became a part of a system that takes care of us. I explained this to you guys last week. We are ambassadors that are sent out from the kingdom of heaven. We represent the kingdom of heaven. We represent the kingdom of heaven in our actions. We represent the kingdom of heaven and what we do and what we say and the moves that we make and the decisions that we make. We only represent him, which means that we don't make any moves that the kingdom of heaven has told us not to make. Whenever you begin to start, speaking on your own opinion or whenever you begin to start doing things that God told you not to do you are in danger of committing